Hey, everybody, welcome to the Be Healed podcast, where we're dedicated to helping you receive the healing that Jesus Christ died to give you. I'm your host, Steve Hannett, and our ministry has been seeing Jesus Christ heal people for more than 20 years. God has always been found faithful to keep his word, and Be Healed is filled with interviews with pastors, teachers, healing ministers, and average people who share their stories of how they receive their healing. In addition, we open the Word of God together to receive teachings so that you can have a strong biblical understanding of God's will and promise to heal you. Now, I know that this episode is going to be valuable to everyone out there because it's dedicated to helping you to not be afraid of COVID-19. Wouldn't it be great to shed that fear, shed that worry, release that anxiety around this pandemic and all that it touches? It's a needed topic, and I I know that you need it. And if you don't need it, then someone who you love desperately needs it. And this will equip you to not only get the help you need, but it'll equip you to help others that need it. Now, before we launch into the teaching, I'd like to encourage you, before the day is over, to grab your journal or a piece of paper and write your personal commitment to receive God's peace and to no longer allow fear to rule your hearts and minds concerning COVID-19. I encourage you to take notes during the teaching today because I know it has the potential to be life-changing. All right, let's open up our Bibles and get after it. COVID-19. It's a name very few people ever heard of only a short time ago. Now, it's known all over the world and it evokes a multitude of emotions in people. For those who have sadly and tragically lost loved ones, it evokes pain and grief. For those who have lost their jobs, it it may invoke feelings of frustration and anger. And still further, for many who unfortunately are suffering with it right now or are around people who may have it, They are greatly afraid and dealing with very strong feelings of fear. And first, I'd like to point out that it's understandable that in the climate and the environment, in the culture uh, that we're in, that fear would be a very strong temptation. COVID is real. It's not something that's simply in our heads. And there's a great deal of suffering that has been caused both directly by the disease and indirectly, whether it be an economic implication or some other thing that has hit your life. There's such a great deal of uncertainty surrounding the policies, procedures, mandates, vaccines, and dangers surrounding COVID-19. I mean, think of it. When was the last time that nations shut down their economies because of a virus? In addition, We're dealing with rumors of mass food storages, new variants, and concerns by many people about governmental control, additional mandates on the horizon, you name it. There's just so many directions and so many implications of this situation. In many ways, the climate of fear seems to be a growing standard in our culture. I mean, it just seems like it's become the norm for people to live with high anxiety. This is in addition to the normal stress that the average American has been dealing with or the average person in the world has been dealing with. 
But I've got really good news. Because though fear may come to all people, it doesn't have to stay with everyone. Why? Because there is good news. And despite all these things that are going on, the good news that I have is powerful. And it isn't mine. It's God's. Yeah. The one who is above all things, who knows all things, who is able to do all things, not only tells us that we can have peace in the midst of storms, but tells us to cast our cares upon him. In the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 27, Jesus Christ himself, the Son of God, says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be, here it is, afraid. Neither let it be afraid. Now, do you think Jesus, who knows everything, spoke those words with a perfect knowledge of everything that we would face? I believe so. In 1 Peter chapter 5, in verse 6, it says, Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. So the Bible is saying that God doesn't even want us to hold the care that may come to us, hold the anxiety, hold the worry, hold the fear. Now in the next verse, in verse 8, it says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And this is why at this hour, this podcast and many podcast teachings and uh, uh, sermons and messages and blogs about the word of God and obviously the word of God itself are so important for us to be equipped with because it is going to lead us to the way of overcoming. So I want to encourage you, strongly encourage you, that regardless of the situation that you may be facing today, we don't have to be afraid. Yes, it may be a normal, natural response that there's compassion for, but children of God, this is good news, are not slaves to fear. And even better, God has made a way through Jesus Christ for us to become freed from fear. So if we're going to be free from it, let's discuss an aspect of what fear is. Now, according to the American Heritage Dictionary of the English language in the fifth edition, it defines fear as a very unpleasant or disturbing feeling caused by the presence or imminence of danger, a state or condition marked by this feeling, a feeling of disquiet or apprehension. Now, I believe that when most people think of fear, they would agree with that definition. They would uh, say, yes, I, I feel apprehension. I feel a disquieting. I feel unpleasant. I feel a disturbance in my soul. But could it be that biblically, God sheds more light more understanding of what fear really is? Maybe the unpleasant feeling that we're suffering from is the result of fear, but isn't fear itself 
And I personally would contest the definition in the dictionary of fear because I do believe it's more describing the state fear puts us in rather than actually defining what fear is itself. Well, here's my summary of what I think in looking at the Bible uh, at least one aspect of fear is. I believe fear is more accurately an expectation of a thing or event contrary to the will and purpose and goodness of God. That fear is an expectation of the enemy having his will over the will of our loving Heavenly Father. That fear is fueled by a misunderstanding or misinformation or faith in lies and a simple doubt of the truth. In other words, it's a false expectation against reality is what I've heard it defined as by some. F stands for false, E, expectation, A, against our reality. That somehow we've aligned ourselves with a false expectation against reality, the reality being that God is faithful and God is for us. When we're dealing with things like COVID-19, it's easy to see that that harms us, but do we as easily see that our Heavenly Father loves us and desires to protect us and put a hedge of protection around us? Listen to Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. God, through the prophet Isaiah, speaks and he says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. What a powerful text this is. God himself, who knows all things, says, fear not. Why? Because I'm with you. We're so afraid of a small virus or bacteria in other instances or other problems. And we think they're bigger than the bigness of our God. Let me read Joshua chapter 1 verse 9. God speaks to him and he says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Now look at that. It's a command in Joshua 1.9. God would never in his goodness command us to do something that we couldn't do or that God wouldn't enable us to do. If God says, have I not commanded you? It means we're well able to do it. I want you to break your mentality. I want you to no longer look at yourselves as victims, whether it be of COVID or government mandates or public policy or anything else. We are a free people and the devil has no power over a believer to keep them afraid. It's a choice. God tells us that we should make that choice. Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. More than COVID being in some places, God is with you wherever you go. Oh, we should remember Matthew too. We should remember chapter 14, 
Beginning in verse 22, when Peter walked on water, let's go back in history and read it. It says, immediately, Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side. While he sent the multitudes away, verse 23. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up on the mountain by himself to pray. Now, when evening came, he was alone there. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary. Now, in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out for fear. Did you see it? They cried out for fear. Verse 27. But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. Let me read it again. Be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. Such powerful language because the Greek actually doesn't read it is I. The Greek more accurately reads that Jesus said, I am. Do not be afraid. In other words, God is saying, I am. That I am. Therefore, because I am, do not be afraid. It's so important that we understand that if you want to not be afraid of COVID-19, you've got to be consumed with the reality that God is God. He's bigger, stronger, more mighty. He's with you and he is for you and that he is faithful to guard, to protect, to put a hedge of protection around you. It is so important because if you listen to the media of the world, rather than the word of God, you will be filled with what the world is saying. But the world is not declaring good news. The world is declaring bad news. I marveled and questioned, honestly, that when hundreds of thousands of people were getting COVID and hundreds of thousands of people were recovering, the news only reported a much lesser and smaller percentage of those who perished. They did not share how many more people were recovering. They do not share even on the weather report that there's a 70% chance of sunshine. No, instead they say there's a 30% chance of rain. You must understand that, and if you can handle this truth, that even the airwaves and the many media outlets are not influenced by the Spirit of God. They're influenced by the Spirit of the enemy. And many times when we listen to the news, we're getting a report of what the devil is doing in the nations. We're not getting a report of what God is doing in the world. How many times do you turn the news on and hear about the dead being raised? But they are. What about the miraculous healings that are taking place? But they are. What about the miraculous financial provisions in difficult times? But they are. Many, 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 many wonderful things are happening all across the globe right now, but we can't look to a worldly-based source 
to report on heavenly things. And this is why I encourage you that we must go to the source of heavenly knowledge, heavenly revelation, which is the Word of God. And we need to have in our company all the time people who believe, people who are experiencing it. You need to be in a church fellowship that is experiencing the power of God, a a community of believers, not a community of churchgoers, not a community of people simply going to an event on Sunday. No, a community of people who are earnestly believing God and seeking his face. Your entire soul is going to be shifting and changing when you simply change what you see and hear. Look, there is a big difference between God and the enemy without any question. In fact, a bigger difference than we even could imagine. Look, if you focus on God and not on the enemy, then God's power is going to fill you, frame your thinking, and influence your soul. You'll be walking on water to go to Jesus when you are consumed with his word when he says, come, just like he did with Peter when he got out of the boat. All right, look, let's contrast them right now. God, our father, has the whole world in his hands. The devil's power is limited and frail, and he only has power over cursed things. You can look at Luke chapter four for that. Next, God is omniscient. He knows all things. The enemy's knowledge is finite and limited. God speaks the blessings of his covenant. The devil only operates outside of God's covenant of blessing. God speaks truth, but the devil has no truth in him whatsoever. In fact, in John 8, verse 44, Jesus tells the people who do not know God, he says, you are of your father, the devil. And the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. The Bible is very clear. There is no truth in the devil. So if you listen to the devil and you listen to people influenced by the devil, if you listen to resources influenced by the devil, you're going to be getting a wrong report. You're going to be listening to lies. But God only speaks truth, and the word of God is the word of truth. It will frame your mind properly. Let's keep going. God speaks from perfect knowledge, a perfected knowledge of his will. Human beings, frequently blinded by the enemy, speak without the knowledge of God or his will. So it's much better to ask God about God. It's much better to ask God what he wants to do rather than ask man what he wants to do. This is why when we see Jesus, we see the perfect will of God. And what did Jesus do? He healed. He cleansed lepers. He fed the poor. He set those that were captive at liberty. God sent his word to heal us. Psalm 107 verse 20 says, He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Why would you be afraid of a destruction that God sent his word to heal you from and to deliver you from? Focus on his word, not the destruction. Focus on the deliverance, not the destruction. The devil sends words and thoughts to bind us and to try to exalt his his lies above the knowledge of God. 
<laughs> the Bible says in 2 Corinthians exposing this in chapter 10, verse 3, it says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. Now, verse 5. Listen now. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Oh, we need to understand this. These arguments against God try to exalt themselves against or above the knowledge of God. But those who know the knowledge of God, they do not allow those thoughts and lies to exalt themselves. No, we take every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Thank you, God. God is good. He's telling us to think on the things that we need to think on. What are those things? They're the things that are true, things that are noble, things that are just, things that are pure, things that are lovely, things that are of a good report. Yes, the Bible says in Philippians 4, 8, it it says if there is any virtue, if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. As you do, and as you do this diligently and consistently, as you do this in prolonged periods of time, your mind will begin to see and think like God. Your expectation will no longer be against reality. Your expectation will no longer be in misunderstanding or misinformation or lies of the devil. Your expectation will be from the Lord. Your expectation will be that of faith. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. In Greek, that means expected. Faith is the expectation that God will come through. Now if my voice sounds just even slightly bold, it's because we see people healed of COVID-19. We just had a prayer meeting last week. We saw the symptoms of COVID-19 beginning to disappear right in front of us. Whether it's COVID-19, the Spanish flu, whether it be the bubonic plague or any other thing that would aim to harm us, the stripes of Jesus Christ, the blood of Jesus Christ has delivered us. Yes, it has delivered us. All throughout the scripture, the Bible is very clear that the work of Jesus Christ upon that cross, that he has borne our sickness, he has carried our sufferings, And the names of those sicknesses and diseases are irrelevant. But I will declare that the Bible says that every knee, every tongue will bow at the name of Jesus Christ. Everything that is formed or fashioned against you. Yes, those weapons that are formed, they shall not prosper. This is God's will. But we must believe. We must, as we read in 1 Peter chapter 5, Be sober, be vigilant. We must put on the whole armor of God to stand, to having done all to stand. We must stand strong. This is an hour that we must not find our faith failing. We must resist the enemy. James 4, 7 tells us that we should submit, therefore, unto God and resist the devil and he will flee. 
The Bible tells us in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. The anointing of God operates in faith, and faith operates in a restful, peaceful, sound mind. God is with you. He has not left you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you, the scripture says. I'm going to share much more on this because I want to see you overcome. I want to see you victorious. I want to see that if you have COVID-19, that you become healed. I want to see that if you're afraid of getting COVID-19, that you are no longer afraid of this problem. God is with you. God loves you. God will never leave you. God will never forsake you. This is a time that you can grow your faith in the Word of God. God will help you, and the Holy Spirit will shepherd you into very deep, sweet, restful, peaceful places with the Father. This is a time to trust Him with all our heart, with all our minds, with all our souls. It's a time to not lean on our own understanding. The Bible even says that it will be health to our flesh and strength to our bones. Yes, trusting God results even in blessings of the physical. You can find this promise in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. I pray that you'll begin to meditate on who God is, how great He is, how big He is, and He's with you. I pray that you'll begin to hear the sound of the love of God in His Word. I pray that you'll begin to disconnect from the things that are reported from the world because the Word of God reports that there is good news, that by Jesus Christ's stripes, we are healed. I pray that you've been blessed by this episode and this teaching that is going to continue next week to build your faith so you may stand strong and overcome all fear. Jesus loves you. We love you. For those who have never gotten our free gift of verses revealing our identity in Christ, I want to invite you to do that. You can also jump on our mailing list and not miss any events and things that are happening. You can do that by texting the word HEALING to 94000. Again, text HEALING to 94000 and just fill in the information and that PDF will be sent to you. God bless you. We look forward to continuing this topic next week on the Be Healed podcast. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Be Healed podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone. And you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. 
Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.